Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Success Engineering and welcome to 2022. I know these last couple of years have been crazy, but here we are in the new year. I'm excited for it. Hopefully you are and hopefully we'll do all that we can to make it the best that we can both for ourselves and for the people around us. So I'm your host, Michael Bauman. I'm really excited to celebrate our 100th episode with you. So we've been doing 100 episodes of Success Engineering. So it's been an incredible journey so far, all the way from season one, where I was explaining just incredible books and systems and frameworks that I've used to create success in my own life all the way through the three seasons after that, wrapping up the fourth season at the end of 2021 with incredible guests, everyone from Jeff Calhoun, so Broadway director for the Newsies, Richard Schiff, who is Toby Ziegler from West Wing, Dr. Glassman from The Good Doctor, all the way to Kelly Sturette, who's a world-leading mobility sports performance coach, Michael Gervais, host of Finding Mastery, elite sports psychologist, and then the parenting side, Jessica Joel. Alexander, the author of the most sold parenting book of all time, Danish Way of Parenting. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. So many incredible, incredible people, incredible guests. I've learned so much from them personally. It's changed the way that I view the world, um, both from you know a very macro level all the way to just practical tips that I use to optimize my daily routines and habits. And I hope that you've taken tips and insights as well. And so for this episode, I actually wanted to give you the why behind success engineering. Everything from the reason why I chose the name to the values and what we actually stand for. As most of you longtime listeners know, Success Engineering was actually born out of the hardest, darkest period of my life. So I had left my stable job as a personal trainer, I was assistant department head of a gym facility to go out on my own. I had these big dreams of becoming a you know successful entrepreneur, live the life of my dreams. And after a couple weeks after I left my job, um, me and my wife found out we were pregnant with our first kid. We weren't really planning it. And I was just absolutely failing at providing for my family. My business was going nowhere. My wife was back home, morning sickness, just, you know, trying to get by. We were on food stamps. I was going door to door, just trying to get anybody to sign up for clients so we could pay our bills. And then, you know, to fill in the gaps, I'm, you know, start landscaping and doing, you know, random training things at retirement homes. It was incredibly hard, incredibly dark period in my life. Everything basically turned gray. It was really hopeless. And I, I honestly didn't really see a way out. Um, if it wasn't for some of our incredibly close friends and family, um, I don't, I honestly don't know how I would have gotten out of that spot. But in this period of, of dark times, um, I stumbled across Start With Why by Simon Sinek. I know a lot of you guys have probably read it. But in, in the book, there's a section of it where he talks about getting the opportunity to attend what's called the Gathering of the Titans. So it's MIT's Endicott House. And we have multimillionaire entrepreneurs and CEOs. They just get together. They're challenging each other. They're growing. They're developing, that kind of thing. And one of the speakers asks the group, how many of you have achieved your financial goals? And 80% of this room puts their hand up. Most of them don't have to work another day in their life. Then he follows that up with the question, how many of you feel like a success? And 80% in the room that had their hands raised actually put him back down. And this story just hit me in the face. I was like, if anyone should have been able to say they felt like a success, shouldn't it have been the multimillionaire people that were in that room? But the thing is, most of them actually didn't feel like a success. So this really got me exploring and beginning to question what really is success and I mean, at that point, I had absolutely nothing. My whole life had just basically crumbled around my ears. So I might as well take the time to kind of figure out 
what I actually want in life and what success would truly mean and maybe more importantly, feel like to me. And so I realized that what we're looking for in life is not actually the appearance of success. This is what I call the first kind of level or layer of success. But actually, what does success feel like internally? How can I feel like a success in every area of, our, of my life? And you can do that by actually breaking down life into, I use six different categories. I mean, there's tons of different ways you can do this, but I use six main categories and then have subcategories for each. So how can I feel like a success in, in relationship to my physical body? So my health, my body, my fitness, endurance, sleep, nutrition, things like that. How can I feel like a success in terms of my relationships? Or how can I feel like enough in terms of my relationships? How can I feel like a success in terms of my mental clarity and my focus and the learning that I'm doing and acquiring skills and productivity? How can I feel like a success emotionally? How can I be aware and accepting of my emotions? How can I understand what they're trying to tell me and how they're actually signposts to needs that I have and values that I have? And then also, like, how can I feel like a success in terms of my money and my finances, both whether that's business or personal? How much is enough? Like, what, what am I actually getting, accumulating this money for? What do I want my life to look like? And then on that last category, how can I feel like a success in terms of my purpose and my fulfillment or spirit, spiritually, um, in terms of my contribution, my impact? So at the start of 2022, I mean, it's just been and in crazy last two years that we've had. So we've de- deconstructed a lot, both physically, infrastructure, mentally, there's things that we've deconstructed. And it's just important to kind of ask that question heading into this year, like, what do you really want? What do you really want? Like, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want to fill up your life with? What's really important to you? Like, what would really feel like a success for you? And then how can you feel enough in each of these areas? So I found there's a link, especially for entrepreneurs, with feeling like a success and also feeling enough. So much so that sometimes I use these words interchangeably. So you can begin by asking, what is success? What is enoughness in each of these areas? How can I feel like a successful spouse or partner? How can I feel enough as a parent? How can I feel like I've done enough, achieved enough, accomplished enough, contributed enough, learned enough, whatever that is, what is that? Like what really is enough in that area? You know, how can I have peace of mind and clarity of mind and not have my brain running at a hundred miles an hour? Like what would that be like? And then how can I be more present? This is a big one for me this year. I, I want to focus on being present and you know, as overused as it potentially is, I'm grateful too for the, just the, the things that I have, the incredible things that I have, my kids, my family. Also, you know, thinking about what impact and contribution do you want to leave? What gives your life meaning and purpose? So these are all these questions that I'm just constantly mulling around in my mind. So people tend to think of success as this fixed point. So you're either successful or you're not. And really, just like anything else in life, it's a spectrum. Like you're moving towards what you want or you're moving away from it and you can decide intentionally what you actually want. 
And so success is this ever-changing adjustment that we have to circumstances and life stages that we find ourselves in. So it's important to continue to ask these questions and just to continue to tweak and, you know, kind of like a, a scientist, you know, you're just changing that, changing the experiment to match the hypothesis. Will this hypothesis work? You know, maybe I need to change the experiment. Maybe I need to change what I'm doing in a slight way. So essentially, no matter what happens, we can be presenting our most authentic and integrated version of ourselves, even if that also shifts over time as well. So I believe there's actually different layers to success. So we talked about the first layer. We have the, just the appearance of success. And this is what we see in you know people's social medias, in what's portrayed in the movies, or just the undercurrent of societal values and norms. And it would be relatively simple in, in each of our societies to figure out what is society values important and who are the people that quote unquote society considers as successful. So that's that first layer of success. We have the appearance of success, but there's actually no correlation between the appearance of success and the next layer of success, which is what I would say is the feeling of success. So we've all seen, you know, celebrities and millionaires and musicians and, you know, famous people just overdose on drugs or implode their lives, um, get divorces, basically because while they have the appearance of success on the outside, inside there's just emptiness and they, they feel alone. So really, we're actually trying to feel a certain way, whether that is, you know, feeling like we're enough, whether it's feeling that we matter or belong, whether it's feeling connected um, or content at peace. So this is that second layer of success. But underneath that, we can't actually achieve these feelings, at least not for the long term, unless we explore the layer that's beneath that, which is the identities or the stories that we tell about ourselves, um, the, the life that we're living, the people that we have in them. These stories or these identities dictate not only how we feel, but everything from how we fundamentally perceive the world to how we interact with it. And the stories or identities actually vary by circumstance, by environment, by the people we're relationship to. So, you know, whether it's the story we tell about being a parent or about being a, a, a child, you know, in relationship to our own parents or spouses or boss, coworker, whatever that is, these stories vary and our identities vary in these different situations. And then underneath that, if you kind of unpack those, there lies being present and being aware in every moment. And I know this sounds incredibly cliche and trite, but I actually feel like it's one of the most important aspects of where we can spend our time. So Maria Popova, she's the author of Brain Pickings. She has this incredible quote, and I know a lot of you have heard this before, but basically she says, I stopped measuring my days by degrees of productivity and started experiencing them by degrees of presence. And I know for me personally, a lot of times I'll measure my days by how much did I get done that day? So was this a quote unquote successful day based on, did I get a lot done? And I know a lot of people, especially as entrepreneurs, we do that. But what if we actually changed our definition of a success and go, how present was I today? Like, did I, was I actually present with every single person that I talked to? Was I present with myself? Was I present with what I was feeling and what, what was going on inside internally? And what if that was really our definition of success? What if being successful, quote unquote, really had to do with every moment, 
how present are we with the moments that we're given in our days and collectively in our lives? I feel like this is one of the most valuable gifts we can give to ourselves, but also to everyone we meet in our lives. This is the greatest gift I could give my spouse for me to be present with her in every interaction with my kids for them to know that whenever I'm with them, I'm present with them and I'm not thinking of all the stuff I need to do for my business or whatever is going on. And then every single person that I meet to be fully present with them, to be fully present in the moments that I have. And I also feel like this is one of the best ways to live life to its fullness. It it actually stretches out time and we can live our lives without regrets because we know that we were present in those moments. So to know that at the end of your life, that you are present as much as you possibly could, that carries such weight and it carries such depth. And this is really what success engineering is all about. I'm not saying by any means that I've achieved all of this. I, I get frustrated just like other people. I get lost in the you know racing chaos, the anxiety of my mind, all the things I need to get accomplished. Sometimes I feel like a successful parent, quote unquote, whatever that is. Sometimes I don't. But I've also spent years really diving into this question and looking at the research actually behind what gives our life meaning, what makes us happy. Like, what does the science actually say that makes us happy? And most of the time, it's not what we think. And then also, like, what are the systems that people have created to engineer the life that we want to live, How, whatever that looks like for us individually? So that's why on the podcast and everything we do with success engineering is to kind of look behind that curtain, look behind the appearance of success and to dig deeper, to uncover the fears, the doubts, the insecurities, the imposter syndrome, um, loneliness, the feeling of not being enough of potentially people that on the outside look really successful. And even in this, like I said, there's no correlation. Sometimes people that um, even on the outside look really successful are incredibly good at all the internal work as well. And sometimes there's people on the outside that look incredibly successful and they're not good at the internal work. And then so it helps us all remember that we're just people and we all get scared and feel alone um, or not enough at times, but we can still accomplish incredible things both internally and externally as well. Success engineering is not about the typical collect tons of money, you know, have a bunch of fancy cars, vacation homes kind of success, though there's nothing wrong with that in itself per se. If that's what you have done the work to decide that success is for you personally and not just defaulted to the societal norms and standards, success engineering is really about thinking deeply and often about what brings you fulfillment, what brings you joy, what brings you freedom. Where, when do you feel at peace and actually content and satisfied? You know, what brings you meaning and purpose? What fills you with, with curiosity and wonder when you see it? What do you, what do you really want your life to be full of? And that's what success engineering is really about. It starts with really deeply defining what success is for you personally. But then, then where the aspect of engineering comes into it is we, we start with exploring what does success look like in every area of our lives. And then engineering is actually building on top of that. So engineering implies there's a blueprint. There's a plan that basically lays out, this is what we want to build. This is what we want to accomplish. 
But the blueprint in and of itself is not enough because you haven't actually built anything yet. So the engineering part is all the systems, all the principles, the processes, the habits that have actually been proven to help us achieve goals and the vision that we actually have, whether that's happiness, whether that's meaning, whether it's productivity, you know, um, in our relationships, in finances, you know, whatever that is for you. There's tons of people that have lived, have gone before us, that have just created or discovered these underlying truths and models and ideas that we can use to engineer our own definition of success. And those processes, those principles, those systems um, are what get me really excited, um, as you can tell. So, you know, this time of year, when we're looking at New Year's resolutions, there's no better time to actually look at, let's, let's go a little bit deeper and go, what would really feel like a success to me for this year? Like, let's say it's at the end of 2022. What what would have to happen for you to feel like it was a successful year? What would success feel like to you? And then how can we create a plan to actually realize that? So to help you guys with this, on my website, I've actually made an ebook exactly for this. So you can go to successengineering.org and download the Success Engineering ebook. And I have all these questions laid out for you um, and actually a bunch more to help you really dig into these different areas of life and filter it through your values to come up with your own personal definition of what success would look like in these areas and then how you can feel like a success in each one of those areas. And then I'm also opening up a very limited number of one-on-one coaching spots for people that really are ready to take action this year to create the life that they want to live. I don't have a lot of spots, um, first come, first serve. So you can you can go to successengineering.org as well. On the homepage, you can book a free 30-minute success session with me where I can get to know you, you know, hear where you're coming from, um, what vision you have for your life, and then we can explore a plan that actually helps you get there. So if that's of interest, go to successengineering.org, book the session with me, and we can talk and see if we're a good fit. I just wanted to say a huge thanks to everyone uh, for listening, whether this is your first time with us or whether you've been with us since the beginning. It means a lot to me, and I'm excited for this next season. I have a lot of incredible guests um, for you guys. As always, tons of incredible tips, tons of incredible principles that they have. So until next time, thank you guys, and keep engineering your success. Thank you.